0: Hello, welcome to Theology for You. We made it a month. We're on episode four. Thank you guys for listening. Um, Appreciate it more than I can ever tell you. Hope you've been enjoying it. Had a lot of good feedback on our last episode, which is encouraging because it was about the gospel, uh, the most important truth in the world. Um, So been here with you today. Victoria has not been feeling well, so you can uh, pray for her. A little sickness going on, and it's always fun to be sick while you're pregnant as well so you can be praying for her but in this episode you're going to get even more of a flavor for what we want to do with theology for you because we're going to actually be looking at a theological subject if you will and it out it's flowing out of what we talked about in our last episode in the gospel and if you want to get tech technical it's the doctrine of justification um, but one dead guy, Said that this was really the heart of the gospel. And I don't know if you're supposed to have a favorite Bible verse, but I do. So if that's a rule, I've broken it. And it's Romans 8 1. It says, There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. No condemnation. Uh, no guilt for those who are in Christ Jesus. That's a bold statement by Paul. It's a glorious statement when you think about it as a Christian. There is no condemnation. Condemnation is a, it's a legal term. It's a, a term of uh, a judgment placed on someone by God in this context. But for those who are in Christ Jesus, there is no condemnation. So how can that be? Especially as we talked about in our last episode that we have a problem and that problem is sin. And our sin bars us from the presence of God, and it makes it impossible for us to have a relationship with God. So how can those who are under condemnation go to being into a state of no condemnation? So what we want to talk about in this episode is what this great truth is, how the Bible explains it, and then what, what impact does it make on your life right now. If this is the heart of the gospel, we need to understand it in order to understand the gospel. That might be a little redundant, but you're with me. So first, let's look again just very quickly at our predicament. Paul puts our predicament in Romans 3, and he says, None is righteous, no, not one. No one understands. No one seeks for God. All have turned aside. Together they have become worthless. No one does good. Not even one. Their throat is an open grave. I think the King James puts it that their their throat is an open sepulcher. To kind of prove the point. They use their tongues to deceive. The venom of Asp is under their lips. Their mouth is full of curses and Bitterness, their feet are swift to shed blood. In their paths are ruin and misery. In the way of peace they have not known. There is no fear of God before their eyes. So Paul then goes on and he says, For by works of the law no human being will be justified in his sight, since through the law comes knowledge of sin. So there's our predicament. We're not righteous. We're not holy. We use our tongues to deceive we're swift, our feet are swift to shed blood, which if you think about what Jesus said in Matthew 5, he said that if we hate our brother, we have murdered him in our heart. How quick are we to hate? How quick are we to be bitter? Big problem. Big problem. So how can Paul later write in Romans 8.1 that there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus? Well, If we keep reading in Romans 3, he gives us a glorious solution. But now, Romans 3.21, But now the righteousness of God has been manifested apart from the law. Remember in verse 20, he just said, By works of the law, no human being will be justified. Because we can't keep the law because we're sinners. Although the law and prophets bear witness to it. The righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ for all who believe. So there's the first clue. The righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ for all who believe. What Paul is saying there is Christ is righteous. And for all those who come to him in faith, for all those who believe, we have now have righteousness because we are given the righteousness of Christ. In Philippians, he puts it another way. Philippians 3 9. He said, And be found in him, that is Christ, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which comes through faith in Christ, the righteousness from God that depends on faith. So here's what happens. If you were in a courtroom, if you want to look at it this way, the moment that you believed in Jesus, the moment that you became a Christian, you were before God's throne, and when you believed in Christ, God the Father looked at you and said, Innocent. Righteous. Why? Christ. Because of Christ. And not only that, God, God the Father, took your sin and placed it on Christ. Paul once again, second Corinthians 5:21, "For our sake, he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. So we're declared innocent, we're declared righteous, We're given a new status before God. We are now in relationship with God because we have been given the righteousness of Christ, and Christ has been given our sin. He has taken our sin upon Himself so that we may be made right with God. Let's keep going in Romans three, verse twenty-four, and are justified by His grace as a gift. So we're justified by faith in Christ. We're justified by grace. You'll notice already two things. You, I, Victoria, who's not with us, we've done nothing to justify ourselves. Through faith in Christ, justified by His grace. In Romans 4, Paul says if we're justified apart from grace, it's not grace because we've done something to earn it, and are justified by his grace as a gift through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. So once again, Paul is saying this is in Christ. It's because of Christ, whom God put forward as a propitiation by his blood to be received by faith. So that's that's a big word there, whom God put forward as a propitiation. All that simply means is that Jesus, on the cross, took the wrath of God That you deserve. He bore the full brunt of God's wrath that your sin deserved, and He did that for you. This was to show God's righteousness, because in His divine forbearance or His divine patience, He had passed over former sins. It was to show His righteousness at the present time, so that He might be just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. When we talk about justification, there's two problems that come to mind. The first is our problem, the human problem, which is our predicament, which we've already talked about. But the question is, how can a just God make an unjust person just? How can a righteous God Make an unrighteous person and declare them righteous. Christ. Christ. The propitiation. The one who purchased redemption. The one who satisfied the wrath and the righteousness of God. The one who satisfied the justice of God. It's all because of Christ. It's all because of Christ. Christ. So now, as Romans progresses, we come to Romans 5, 1, and Paul says, Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, so we are now in a new position before God. We are now in a new relationship with God. Since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Justification is all about Christ and what he has done for you. In justification, all you do is you reach out an empty hand and you cling on to Christ, which happens because of grace. Even the faith that reaches out is not your work. So that is a 10-minute explanation of a Glorious doctrine. If you have more questions on it, send us a message. I could talk about this for hours, but we won't. What then? Why does this matter? Why does it really matter? I think one of the biggest things that justification does in our life is it brings us security. We're all prone to insecurity at some point. Especially in our Christian faith. I don't know about you, but I know there will be times where I will sin or maybe have just a rather bad day where I have uh, and all I can see is my sin, and my sin is so thick and uh, dark, it, it's hard to see Christ or even think about Christ or even want to think about God or pray just because it's so sinful. What justification tells us? is that you are so accepted by God because of Christ, there is nothing that you can do to ruin that standing. There is nothing you can do to ruin the relationship. God will never throw you out because you are in Christ. If it were possible for God to throw Christ out of heaven, His Son, His beloved Son, then it would be possible for God to break His relationship with you as one who is in His Son, as one who is a Christian. But we know that's not possible. That's not possible. So it brings us great security. So when we see our sin, and we're like, I don't know how God could accept me, We think about this great truth, and it frees us. It frees us to pray to our Father, to read His Word, and to talk to others about Him. So the first great thing it does is it brings us security with God, but I think it also brings us practical security in this life. In that, we understand that the only relationship The only person's favor we need to worry about is God's. So, if we're persecuted, and people don't like us, and people don't accept us, and people reject us, who among us has not been rejected? Maybe not because of our faith, but we've been rejected at one point or another. We know that we're still secure before God. And that's all that matters. And we can be secure because, once again, it's in Christ. This doctrine also brings us great comfort. Jesus said in John fourteen twenty seven that he left us his peace. We have peace. Justification brings us peace. Having a right standing with God brings us peace. So when we're anxious, when we're worried, when life is nothing but trouble, we can think about this great truth of what God has done for us in Christ so that we may be made right with Him. These are just some of the things. We could go on, but I don't want to take up too much of your time today. If you have more questions on this or want any more practical suggestions, because um, we just we really honestly just scratched the surface, but I thought it was important that we explain this because... If you don't see this piece of the Bible's teaching as important as we continue to study theology, which is the studied practice of knowing God, justification is really the entry point of our knowing God. If you don't understand this, you're going to be lost, and it's going to be hard to really understand everything else that we study in theology. I'm looking forward to our next episode. We're going to start a series in July called Google's Probs. It's going to be pretty awesome. Um, So Victoria will be back with me for the next episode. And then we'll actually have three special guests next month. So we're looking forward to that as well. But until next time, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for your likes and your shares and your comments. And uh, any questions or anything, just let us know. We'll answer anything we can.